So with Adopt Project, uh, we work with organisations to help them find out what they need and support them with technology solutions, always with technology as an enabler, not the end solution. Uh, my name is Kat, uh, my background is in international development and progressively over the last few years I've been working in the tech space, which is where I met Annie. Yeah, so my name's Annie and my background is predominantly in uh, in the kind of commercial tech space, I guess, for 20 years or so, which makes me age. I'm going to have to try and make that sound less. Um, <laughs> but, you know, from, for many years, and I guess more recently, really wanting to kind of shift my focus onto kind of more what I would call meaningful work, which has a kind of real impact so hence the the kind of involvement with the dot project and so the purpose of these podcasts are really to we, we meet so many inspiring people through our day-to-day work um particularly a lot of women doing amazing work within technology but also um you know leading social enterprises and non-profits and also in the commercial sector as well and we just think that every time we have a conversation with someone there's always something that you learn and an interesting story and so our podcast is really around sharing those stories and understanding what motivates people and why they do what they do enjoy okay this is Kat uh, and I'm here in London with Anna Floor my dear friend Anna Floor who is uh, from Holland yeah which is exciting so you're over here on a trip right yes so tell us a bit about yourself what you do who you are, a bit about you. Yeah, so my name is Anna Floor, uh, Fanny, <laughs> <laughs> new uh, last name. And um, yeah, I'm working as a director digital experience um, in Life Fitness, which is one of the biggest um, manufacturers of fitness equipment, but also uh, solutions. And I'm what I'm doing there is basically managing a team of digital experience managers throughout the EMEA region. Uh-huh. And what we do is basically create digital strategies for uh, customers who are like uh, gyms, boutique, fitness um, clubs, uh, but also like universities and stuff like that. Cool. So this is quite new, right? Yeah. When did you start? I started a month ago now. So okay. uh, yeah. So how's it going? It's going well. It's been a very interesting. Uh, people are super nice, and um, it's also really it's a new industry for me. So I've been in comparable roles before, but this is a new industry, and it always takes time to mm-hmm. uh, get acquainted with that. But um, it's been very interesting so far. Good to hear. Um, so we obviously met in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's like what ten ten years ago. Yeah, I think about. it was two thousand and nine. So it's yeah. almost ten years. Yeah. Better go back to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> decade celebration. But definitely up for that. Um, so tell me a bit about your kind of journey to where you are now, um, because obviously we were both just starting out um, over yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so tell me a bit more about kind of that journey, how you've got to where you are today. Yeah, so I, I think that um, New York really shaped me in terms of what I do in in life right now. So I went there during, I was doing a master's and I took like half a year off to do an internship because there wasn't any work experience or like an internship part of the of the curriculum which I think should have been but that was not the case so I just took half a year off to do an internship because I wanted work uh, experience because I was sure that you know if I would graduate and go into the the market people would be like yeah but what's your experience so um, I went there and I randomly 
found an internship at a digital marketing agency, which was in 2009 was quite new. Mm -hmm. You know, right now you have influencers, you have a lot of social media marketing, but back then it was really new. So it really, um, with my master, I was really focusing on new media. So it was really, that was in line with my interest, but I learned so much on how social media, digital um, um, media could really be great marketing tools and, mm -hmm. and, and that was just something really new to me and I think that also for me was the start of the, the focus that I have in my I think throughout my entire career which always been in marketing and sales but then from a digital perspective and yeah. a tech perspective yeah because yeah. I remember um, when we first met how passionate you were about um, particularly the digital space and the, the masses that you were doing felt really different. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a, a time when people didn't really study that. Mm -hmm. um, so what is it that has driven you the most? What is it your core interest, I suppose, around the digital piece? So I think, and I'm not sure if I was aware of that back in uh, 2009, but right now uh, what, really, what I like about digital and, and tech, and I think mostly it's more about that I think digital and tech are sort of um, tools or ways that have sort of started off or accelerated a transformation that mm -hmm. I think was about to happen at some point anyway, which really changed the, the relationship between customers and, and companies or um, uh, organizations. Mm -hmm. And I think that digital has been able to sort of accelerate that happening and across all fields so whether it's marketing whether it's sales whether it's um, services etc and I think it's so interesting because it it made us all more customer centric mm -hmm. and I think that yeah. that's if I think about what I do right now and why I like to work within digital transformation and transformation just in general is it because of that because it sort of forces us to be more uh, customer centric and also it gives us the tools and the ways to, to be able to, to measure that yeah. and to do that. Definitely. And yeah. that's, from knowing you, that's something that I know that you enjoy doing as well, the people mm. side and yeah. getting to know what people want and yeah. supporting them yeah. on that journey. Yeah. Um, so what would you say to date has been your greatest achievement? And um, that can be anything. It yeah. have to be. Um, uh, wow, that's a, that's a tough question. But I think... Um, I think first of all, it's for me, you know, I have been, um, I wasn't really sure when I started my, my studies and my university life, basically what I wanted to be, like where I was heading. And also I'm from a background where it's not really, you know, very business focused. So I think I'm proud at sort of doing that and taking that lead to the, the internship in, um, in New York and just sort of finding my own thing and what I'm really passionate about and um, and I think that that's what made me proud and I think sort of the recognition that I had was back in 2014 I think I re I was just promoted into a marketing role so I had like different uh, online sales roles I was working in telecom back then and I received an award for um, I think it was dialogue marketing talent of the year wow. and it was it had I had been working very hard for it because it was basically recognition for the fact that I was able to go through silos, which was really the, f the, the um, situation in, it was a very siloed or organization where I was working at. And I think also back then just 
I, I was able to do that by first of all thinking from the customer perspective, so yeah. customer insights and you know the the use of the customer, uh, you know going online, um, um, being you know sort of on my channel. I try to replicate that in in the marketing strategy, um, but also really using digital tools the right way, which also shifted a way of thinking about customers but also a way of doing advertising within the company I was working for back then so yeah. that's something that really made me proud yeah um, and for me it was sort of like you know you work for something and you think it's normal because this is what I do but if someone uh, external says like hey this is really cool what you've done yeah that's a uh, great recognition yeah I remember that I can yeah. always picture the photo of you at those awards that was really awesome yeah, I was super happy that. yeah it's a real achievement it's yeah. awesome and yeah. so you just mentioned um that one of the things you felt was really important about that was using tools digital tools in the right way mm -hmm. um so could you just explain what that means to you um yeah so I think that um digital tools whether um so what I did back then was just sort of propose a new mm, marketing strategy that was more one-on-one. -on -one. So that was more focused on targeted um, advertising through customers who we already knew were customers through email addresses. But I think um, overall, I'm really, um, I think that digital solutions enable us to be more targeted. Mm -hmm. And right now I work in the fitness industry, which is a different industry, but it's, um, I was talking to someone today and it actually really inspired me in a, in a, you know, if you go to a gym, no one can really give you an amazing experience if you share what that, you know, what your goal is, where you want to work towards to. And I think that that's also, you know, if you have an app where you can set a goal and if you can follow, track your own progress in mm -hmm. that and be able to maybe connect with someone like a personal trainer who's going to motivate you to get to that goal. You know that's that's just making it so much more fun and not yeah. just only for you because you go you work towards a goal but also for your personal trainer in order to be more personal yeah and and also I think for the trainer or for the facility to be able to you know look at different ways of engaging with you and and um, I think it makes it more interesting for everyone and I think that that's what digital enable and makes it easier for us to do it still it's still quite a challenge because it sounds easy but it to yeah. really implement it is a different thing but I think that digital has the capability of sort of bridging the gap mm -hmm. between um, knowing what someone does and just really cater to those needs and wishes yeah. um, while also growing your business yeah. when you're a, a, a commercial business. Yeah, and creating that human connection. I yeah, 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 good, definitely. Because yeah. there's been a lot around that digital is sort of like disconnecting from the human um, um, touch or something and I don't think that's uh, that's the case yeah I like that um so we obviously um have shared a lot I suppose in in our friendship about the challenges that we've had um working uh, I guess in in the sectors that we work in is there anything that you've taken away from your experiences over the last couple of years that you feel is like a really important lesson learned um from kind of I guess the different industries that you've worked in yeah, so I, I think that someone who inspired me early on in my working life was someone who I did an internship with. Uh, she was a very successful and very intelligent woman. And at some point, I don't re really recall the context she put it in, but she told me something uh, like, you know, that when it comes to 
making a promotion. And I've always been very interested in how sort of like maybe men have a different work experience, like experience in, in, in their career and growing and, and promotions and stuff like that as towards to, to women. And maybe I'm even more conscious now of that because I recently became a mom. Mm -hmm. And um, But she told me, she's like, you know, you need to be working towards goals. And if you want to make a promotion, if that's sort of your objective, then talk to your manager, whoever is going to, uh, you know, review your performance and agree with them what will mean for you to make that promotion or what you need to do in order to get that promotion. She says, because the thing is that if a woman, if she wants to make a promotion, and this this might be a bit like generalistic, but yeah. you know, it's if a, she will work very hard and she will just show off and just be like, hey, look at me, like I'm working hard, I'm staying late and I'm responding to my emails in the weekend. When a guy wants to make promotion, he'll go to his manager and say, what, what does it take to make the promotion? Mm -hmm. And he will just work towards that goal, go back to his manager and says like, hey, dude, I work for this. Yeah. And, um, and I need that promotion right now. And it just really opened my eyes because it's sounds so familiar and I still do it every once in a while that I feel like proving myself means like being online all the time, mm -hmm. being in the office a lot, etc. But it's not really about that. It's 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 all you really define your own success and I think mm -hmm. women has to be have to be a bit more stimulated towards that yeah. because that's what really defines success, I think. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Yeah. And so early on for you, yeah. I mean that's what we're now reading is that yeah, yeah. you know, women maybe don't promote as often because they don't do that. Yeah. So that's awesome that yeah. she shared that with you. Yeah, so definitely. Early yeah. on. Um, so you just mentioned that you just became a mum mm -hmm. to beautiful Maxine. Mm -hmm. So it feels like, I guess, a good time to ask you about somebody who's really inspired you the most um, and also share a bit about that experience, I suppose, of becoming a mum and what that's meant to you um, in terms of how you now approach, I guess, life more broadly beyond your Yeah, career. so I, I think that, um, well, first of all, you know, it's, it's really shifted life, becoming a mom, but on the other hand, and I keep saying that to a lot of people around me, I'm, it didn't change me as much as I think it would. Mm -hmm. And I remember that when I was becoming a mom that I was quite worried that I would sort of lose my drive. And um, I'm really happy to say that I'm that I haven't because I uh, you know I love her to death and I love to spend time with her this is so me being a mom because working moms always say this but <laughs> it is also important for me to work and to grow and to become better and to learn and I need to do that so I work full-time which is not something I think quite common for yeah especially mothers to do uh -huh. in in the Netherlands it depends but what I see myself doing is my is sort of surrounding myself more and more with um, people who inspire me in in either doing the same or they have their own business or stuff like that and it's really you know I I feel how it has changed me is first of all that I that I'm more aware more conscious of it the fact that I work and that I maybe dedicate a lot of time there um, but it's also sort of changed how I look towards women uh -huh. and working women and what it takes because it takes a lot of courage, but it also, because there is, I think between the lines, there's quite a lot of critique yeah. towards working moms and sometimes it, it sort of gets me angry and I want to go against it, but how I also sort of, how I try to shift my focus instead of getting angry is just finding 
women who inspire me in doing it like doing it their way but also really sort of pursuing their goals or their dreams but also just being a great mom yeah and I think you can do both yeah, yeah. definitely I've seen you do it <laughs> so is there any one person who you kind of would bring out as somebody who's inspired you the most um yeah I'm thinking I I, I gotta say that I shift a lot about uh, around it so what I really like to follow is um, people on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I follow someone right now, and she's currently sort of my inspiration. So what she's she does, and I was actually wanting to tag you in that, but she's Dutch, so a lot of it. I mean, I would about, understand. I'm yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking just when I was saying this, like you should probably understand everything because you're so Dutch. But um, <laughs> it's interesting because what she does, she published like someone from like a 12-year-old girl who wrote something to a newspaper where she got pissed off because of the fact that there was something around, I think it's Veterans Day or something like some big okay. um, bank holiday in, in the US, and that they promoted like sort of the girls' march, like sort of, yeah, it's for the night to have fun and enjoy, and then the boys' march was about, you know, about the leaders, future leaders okay. of the country, yeah. and she was pissed off of it. This is a 12-year-old girl, Amazing. and it just gives me so much inspiration. Yeah. So, um, and the fact that there's someone in the Netherlands who's sort of like on Instagram, uh, and she she does a very nice, you know, nice way. She just makes very strong points, and it makes me so happy to see so many women, um, sort of embrace that and yeah. say, "This is amazing. This is what we should do." Mm -hmm. um, so that really inspires me because sometimes I feel it's difficult to come up for sort of our rights or to sort of point out like this is not normal and I think especially right now with the whole me too happening mm. you know I'm I'm proud that so many women dare to speak out but it also sort of exposures it, it puts exposure on us as like you know I think a lot of us has had yeah. experiences that we don't really like to recall because mm -hmm. they weren't really nice and but it's just like it's about how you have your own idea about it and how you can share that and yeah. I think um, I think it's important that we keep having people who are being critique who, who sort of show their criticism towards how certain things are put in the media yeah. also within me too um, there's a lot of guys who will write like you know short stories and stuff like that which is really heartbreaking like mm -hmm. really harsh and like yeah people just probably just wanted them wanted this to happen themselves and stuff like that and it's like who are you to judge yeah and the fact she has such a great way of sort of putting it out there and it's like who are you to say this mm -hmm. and are you afraid or what's happening yeah and and i i like that just you know just things go out there and not great. just be like oh we can't oh yeah maybe they're right or and yeah I, and i think that's amazing having conviction yeah yeah it's funny you say that actually about the 12 year old girl because I was at a conference recently where some school children stood up and kind of were talking about what they want for the future and um, an initiative that they'd set up uh, in their school to basically connect their parents who don't speak English um, and connect them so that they can feel a sense of community and it was in that moment that I just felt really hopeful about the future because these children are actively working for yeah. positive change yeah. and it's so awesome when you see that um, yeah. and the next generation basically of, of leaders yeah and and yeah. people who will influence yeah and i and i think 
Yeah, it's really interesting also that you have that experience as well. It's just, I'm surprised how happy it makes me to see that. Mm. And um, yeah, I, I just think that, and I also at some point would like to dedicate more of my time towards sort of supporting girls who have certain ambition or sort of stuff like that to to tell them like you can do it because yeah. it's out there for you. You're probably more eligible than many of your um male components to yeah. say so because I truly believe that for some roles women are more compatible. Yeah. Um so but it's inspiring to see like once again a twelve year old who just points that out, who sends it like a letter to um the newspaper and pointed out there like I would be so proud if that were my daughter yeah <laughs> might be one day yeah <laughs> trying to get it in there <laughs> so um you clearly achieved a lot um since I mean you started working in this space um what does the next five years hold for you do you think what's your ambition it's been a big year you got married this year yeah uh in five years time Maxine will be what six yeah six and a half yeah um so where do you see yourself yeah so I I think I'll still be married. Good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, um, I think uh, I'll. Um, what I really hope is that I'll grow more as both in my professional life as personal life. Um, so I hope to continue to drive change, um, no matter how in, in which context. So I really would like to still grow my, for myself, also in terms of, you know, um, getting more responsibility. Also because I think it's something that I have to prove to myself that I'm able to do, to do that. And also on the other hand, I hope, and that was what I just also said, is to be some sort of coach or inspiration in any way um, towards other women or girls or whoever, you know, um, wants to understand how you can, you know, be working and also be um, uh, a mom or you know a wife or a very mm -hmm. good friend like you can mm -hmm. have it all and you have the right to have it all yeah and there's a lot of people around you especially if you if you work full-time or if you work a lot who will sort of say that you cannot really be all but remember that guys can perfectly work full-time be a dad and then also be a husband and be a friend and a perfect son and good at sports and whatever. It's like, it's our right mm -hmm. to, to be achieving the same. And I just hope I can inspire as many women as I can um, to sort of have the same belief. Nice. Yeah. I think that's the perfect place to finish. And <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to join you on that journey. Yeah. It sounds like the best direction to go in. Thank you so much for sharing all your insights. Thanks. You've always been inspiring. So uh, I can't wait for the next five years. See where we me go. Me neither, me neither. <laughs> five years from now. I know. Okay, so this is Annie and Kat. And now with Annie, so I was obviously with Anna Floor on my own up in London. Uh, so I'm interested to hear, Annie, from you, what your sort of main takeaways were from... Well, I was very jealous of your conversation. <laughs> we were drinking a glass of wine. Were you? Well, I'm really more, je more jealous now. But it was just, it sounded like such an engaging um, conversation. And again, I think what's really great about having these sort of recordings is that it's people from very different experiences within the within I say the tech sector but like really broadly because obviously her experience is more in sort of you know user experience and customer experience yeah but 
obviously through through that journey has had to because of the nature of the, the way that it's going become more and more immersed into actually the technology capabilities in order to drive that kind of customer experience so exactly yeah it was super interesting I think what I really loved at the beginning which she was talking about in terms of the idea that actually the change that we're going through was going to happen anyway and that technology has sort of accelerated it is something that I haven't really heard before the idea that companies and customers needed to be more aligned or custom companies sorry really needed to understand their um, customers more deeply was something that was a trend that was going to happen anyway uh, I'm wondering if you had any thoughts on that um yeah I think she because she talked about how tech is kind of through every every single field which we often talk about but actually it's about we talk about it as if it's a sector still um which start I've started to get more and more irritated about because yeah. actually it's just about the way that business is going and the tech tools are part of what drives our communication and our um the different kind of work that we're doing I suppose I think um what I found particularly relevant about your conversation was her talking about goals and progress mm. um which is obviously relevant particularly in the kind of customer journey customer experience context but actually the power of how we're able to much more easily I suppose kind of set goals have visions have goals even if it's on a personal level and actually have ways of tracking that and measuring that mm. um and the you know there's obviously negative connotations but also the positive we were talking earlier about the Fitbit yeah, um, yeah. and how I was saying to Kat about how the Fitbit was really important to me for a while as I needed to kind of go through a bit of a transition I suppose and then actually how I don't wear it anymore because I just want to you know kind of consider how I'm feeling and, and determine what exercise I need to do rather than actually being driven by a step counter yeah and um, so it's, it's it's kind of coming full circle I think but um certainly the kind of power of being able to track goals even at a, at a obviously highly corporate level but also on a personal level yeah and how that enable that yeah and how it motivates how it influences your yeah. motivation I'm interested to hear um what you thought about how she described her inspiration where her inspiration comes from and how she finds that shifts quite regularly because it sort of reminded me of how we felt I suppose especially over the last two years in the journey of dot project that actually your inspiration can come from lots of different places and lots of different people at different times actually I think with Anna Floor it was particularly interesting because I haven't heard people respond to that question before in terms of not thinking of somebody in particular she couldn't Mm. think of someone in particular and actually it was about um yeah, as you say, kind of fairly transient in terms of what how she is at the moment and particularly around um, sort of inspiration but from sort of remote influences, so people aren't who aren't actually directly connected to her, they're not family, they're not somebody she worked for necessarily, but actually what's inspiring her at the moment, um, which I've never actually thought of before. Um, so I thought that was quite interesting. Let's just... Uh... Placate Jazzy, the dog, who was growling at something. We're not sure what. <laughs> we can keep this in. <laughs> she wanted to be in it. <laughs> um, so I'm really interested, actually, to hear from you about how you perceived Anna Floor. Um, I wrote the word confidence down um, because she sort of exudes it to some extent. And I wondered what... You, you've not met her, actually, in person, but, but from hearing her speak, did you get any perception of her confidence I suppose or the way that she presents herself um yeah I would say obviously that she's been on her own journey around that and I thought what was particularly um 
relevant was actually getting almost to that stage of your career or your personal life where in her case she's recently become a mother um where her confidence has come just by understanding more about who she is and what she wants and what her purpose is she didn't Mm. kind of say it exactly like that and then coming out of that feeling actually I think I've landed in a good place and I want to kind of inspire others to do that as well I think particularly around this prove that you can have it all was probably Mm. the most important takeout of your conversation really that obviously she was comparing herself or not herself but comparing the difference in terms of a female career progression and a male career progression um, and what you need to kind of I guess champion your own promotions within an organisation but that it is possible to really decide what it is that you want from your work and from your life and you can find a way to fit it all in Mm. but sometimes that seems too hard yeah and I think that's a bit about sort of breaking going out stepping outside of the comfort zone and actually having to kind of throw it all up in the air a bit and seeing how it all can land in in a puzzle but it can it can can land yeah um and certainly having having children and understanding how you want to parent and what that means in terms of your work yeah and I've often talked about that with some of my sort of friends as well who are mothers and actually you know it's very individual about how much your work is part of who you are Mm. and therefore are you a better mother because you're more stimulated and more you know you feel you've still got your own purpose and then for others it's the complete reverse that actually it's much you know it would it's it's detrimental to be in the workplace yeah or going out to work yeah absolutely and it's accepting that what's okay for you might be different for somebody else but that's hard yeah absolutely I'm just so interested to hear that's almost kind of so in tune with with the Anna Floor that I know and we've been very close since we met in New York which was a very personal journey for the two of us but I know that she has always pushed herself to find that balance and it feels like she's now hit a real groove after working so hard professionally but also on a personal level finding the right place to live and building a relationship with such a lovely person and now becoming a mother it's kind of all coming together for her but I know that it's been a long journey and sometimes it has been really hard so it's really amazing to see her now still on that kind of journey but really coming across very Dutch as well in terms of we always laugh about this that actually there's a directness about being Dutch as a generalization whereby you say what you want and and you go mm. for it and you and believe it that you can do it even if inside you might have a little doubt actually saying it can be as powerful as as not as working towards it actually saying it can actually set you on that journey of this is what I want to achieve but she also I think said to me also that actually what was way more important than the promotional aspect which has taken her time to be comfortable with was actually almost the the award obviously was really important Mm. but actually it was more about the feedback yeah and I think that's um very representative of a changing workplace and certainly through my career as well, it was only, you were only ever achieving if you had got the better, if you had the promotion and the job title that went with it, the amount of times you'd be fighting over, not fighting, but you know, yeah. negotiating with a boss over what your job title was going to be, because that's how you were represented to the outside world. Yeah. Um, whereas we know through our business as well is that actually, because we don't have job titles, no. obviously, because it's it's the kind of two of us in our in our business and a, an amazing network of people that we work with. But it's about the feedback. Yeah. And the feedback is what makes you have a great day or not. Yeah, absolutely. 
Agreed. So let's see where 2019 takes us in terms of the change <laughs> in the workforce. Yeah, but also we'd love to see where Anna Floor goes to as well, I think particularly... Yeah with her looking to try and have have more responsibility but in parallel to that is actually how can she sort of mentor others to kind of find that balance mm, yeah and I think that's particularly interesting that she's striving for both of those things being a new mother yeah definitely. that actually has given her more confidence to have more responsibility yeah absolutely yeah well, maybe we need can a... quite often go the other way so, yeah, yeah exactly we'll be... yeah I'll be there next time for the follow-up. Yeah, maybe we'll go to the Netherlands. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.